back in the building. As per usual, every week. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Coming up. Yeah. So, what is it? Is Today is August 7th. Monday, August 7th. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Time be flying, man. Where did this summer go? <laughs> Time be flying. My kids is like, school is next week. Yep. Yep, school is coming up. Crazy. Bro. You probably happy. Oh, I'm I mean not it it hasn't really bothered me much cuz like well, for the most part of the summer, they've been like gone. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So like me and Taya kind of have had the summer to ourselves for the most part. Like they'd be That's gone dope. for like, you know, 3-4 days out of the week, come home, you know, hang out for a little bit. We go out and chill and then they go back over to their friend's house. So yeah, that's know. clutch. Yeah, it's been cool because they have a um, one of their home, one of their friends only comes. He moved to Colorado. Yeah, so like he comes back during the summer and stays. So they was hanging with him most of the time. Stays with his grandma. So that's dope. Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a like you're saying. Time is flying, flying. Like there's so many things where I was like, okay, yeah, this summer I would do that. Yeah, and then it's like, yo, this shit is over. <laughs> Right. Where right, did it go? Right. Where did it fucking go? Right. We had talked about going to Kings Island this summer and uh, Cedar Point, and it's like summer is over. It's now. over. Yeah, it's like it's a wrap, bro. I rolled past the Ohio State Fair Sunday. Where was I going? I was coming back from running. And errands. he was like, "I'm gonna go to the fair." Yes. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, "Yo, man, I need to go to the fair. Let me hit up." You know, I'm thinking who I can go right, with. I'm right. plotting it out. Right. I get home. I look on the fair. It's like the last day was Sunday. <laughs> By the time I got home, the fair was over for the right. year. Like, right. oh. Right. Because yeah, it's only a week long. Like, you don't realize that <sighs> the fair is only a week long. So short. So short. And uh, now I'm sitting there like, yeah, I'm ready to get busy now. <laughs> I'm ready to just do all everything. Cotton candy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Play the games. I'm going to do all that shit. Right. And uh, it's over. Yeah. Summer is, over. is almost over. It is over. But I mean, you know, it's it's good to like, you know to see like if you had goals of shit you wanted to get done right if you got them in right congrats right because right. now it's time for the second half of that thing that is that is and, true and, uh, you got one chance left to make 2017 dope yep so uh that's where i'm at with it man i'm going into that last quarter pretty soon yeah yeah fourth quarter living as yep. my man et says <laughs> it's that fourth quarter life you know what i'm saying word so yeah man the most infamous uh, podcast on planet earth super duty this side of the mississippi mm-hmm. back in your life this week with a brand new episode that's what we do and uh this week we're going to talk about something that's you know it's very very pertinent right now mm-hmm. and it's about sharing your work yeah, letting people know what you're doing letting people know what you're doing and not just to say you know do it do it do it but we want you to know why you need to do it right because everybody will give you what you need to do oh you need to do this you need to do that but they don't tell you why right and we're firm believers that if you know why it's important then you will do better and so you know this weekend i had um the first i'll say real screening we'll call it a pre-screening right of the kingdom crown movie and you know i'm sitting there in a room full of people and i well, not room full of people some people you know what i'm saying yeah. a decent crowd and uh and i'm just thinking to myself i'm glad i did this right all of this nervousness that was going into it when i'm sitting there in the room my first thought was i'm glad i shared this right because i could have put it off i could have delayed it i could have waited could have done something different but i did it and uh this week we're going to talk about why we need to share our work with people why it's important. Word. We'll be right back. Yep. 
We got you stuck off the realness The most infamous, you heard of us Official podcast murderers The show comes equipped with few points to share Grown man ideas for all those who care And wanna grow, so go ahead and download Every single week with a brand new episode You're not alone in this world, cousin So we share information and honest discussion And keep repping a culture like we supposed to They spread gossip, but they never come closer I can hear it inside their tone They talk about the industry, but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info, but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you Back in the place. They know what it is, man. The most informative. Right. The most infamous. Right. You know, edutainment. Right. Bringing y'all the hot fire. Right. Always the Dylan. Five Dylons <laughs> per episode. <laughs> Five Dylons. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Every time. Moyaka. <laughs> lick shot, lick shot. Word. So yeah, we got a uh, you know why you must share your work, and we got five of these, and uh, we don't know how long this is gonna be, but this is a, this is definitely got uh, some some legs to it. This yeah, topic. Got some, got some. And so we're gonna talk about you know um, reason number one uh, why you must do it, and this is one that the glass master himself um, <laughs> <laughs> made me see that I didn't see, but it is for your own confidence. Mm-hmm. Reason number one why you must share your work is for your confidence so to let you dive into that a little bit Bye. yeah i mean like when you when you're sharing your work it it helps you kind of you know be proud of something you have something to be proud of you know like we always say you know when we're doing albums and we finally get to release it it's like you know it's like our little baby you know yes. what i'm saying like giving birth you know what i'm saying when you finally give birth to that thing you can look back and be like yo like, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. that shit is dope. You know what I mean? And I'm glad I got to share it with you. You know what I mean? So I always enjoy getting to that point to where I'm done and I can let the world hear my music. You know what I'm saying? And let the world, like, have their own opinions, but, you know, be able to stand back and see, like, yeah, I did that. Just for you. Yeah, just for me. Yeah. For my own, you know, to know that I can do it again. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that feeling definitely hit me this this uh, Saturday as I'm sitting there. You know, obviously I said, I was like, yo, I'm glad I shared this. But then the next thought is like, yo, I did it. Right. I did it. I, like I'm flashing back to all of those nights, Friday nights, Saturday nights mm-hmm. where there's things going on that I would like to go to. Right. Or I'm thinking about just taking a day off or three days off. Instead, I'm like, you know what? Nah, yeah. this is the time. This is the time to like buckle down and finish this so that when it's finished, I can feel accomplished. Right. And as I'm flashing back through all of this and I'm flashing back to all the hard work, I'm like, yo, this is so fucking worth it. Right, right. It's worth it. Right. And, and furthermore, as you pointed out, 
Now, because I can say I have done it, mm-hmm. my confidence is multiplied. Right. So now you're like, I can do it again. Right. Before I was a guy trying to make a film. Right. Now I am a filmmaker. Correct. Once that thing is shown and it's done, and you're like, oh shit. Yes. That came out of my brain, yo. <laughs> it came out of my noodle, dog. It really just came out. Like, yo, that's mine. Right, right. That came up. out of me, man. It's crazy like like a thought an idea that you develop and you have the discipline and you sacrifice for is actually something that's tangible and and it goes for every single thing you're involved with mm-hmm. one of the questions people ask me all the time and they say print how do you get so good at everything or how do you get confident enough to make a movie to mm-hmm. pick up a camera and they some people struggle with the confidence thing they think right. that um like the confidence comes out of nowhere or that you're born confident. But I tell them every time I said, look, I don't have any more confidence than you do. Right. The difference is that my confidence was built over time mm-hmm. through doing. Mm-hmm. I practice and sharing. I, yeah. I do my craft so much mm-hmm. that it builds my confidence. It's no different than you. If you lift weights every day. Right. You know what your max is. Right. You know how many reps you can do. Right. People are looking for confidence without putting in the work. Right. They don't want to hit the weight bench and build up the muscle. And they're expecting to have the confidence to hit the weights. Right. No, no, no. You don't get the confidence before you you build your muscles. Yeah, you and that, put the work in. Yeah. That gives you your confidence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work the other way around. Be like, yeah, I just got to get super, super confident. Then I'll lift weights. No. Right. Lifting weights gets you super confident. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work the other way. A lot of people just they they try to skip steps. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like me with making my first couple videos. It's like I'm I'm not the greatest, but I'm I'm doing it and I'm sharing it and I'm getting the feedback and it's like, yo, I can do it. Yes. You know, my second is better than my first. You know, my third is gonna be better than my second, and I'm gonna yep. keep doing it and keep putting in the work to where I'm gonna get really good. Yes. You know, because I'm not scared to put the work in and I'm not I'm not scared to share. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true, man. And, um, you know, confidence is 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 the cornerstone to anything creative. Mm -hmm. And and if you don't knock out the time to say, look, I set a goal. I I, I was disciplined in working on that goal and I achieved it. There's no other means through which to gain your confidence. Yeah. You know, and doing it for you is is more important than anything. Yeah. And when it's all said and done, because if you don't like the shit, then what you doing it for? (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Right. And and then furthermore, the confidence to share. Right. Is built through repetition. Mm -hmm. Do you think somebody who's not lifting weights is going to take their shirt off? Right. Straight up. At the beach. They're not going to be the first guy to take the shirt off. (laughs) Right. They know what's underneath that that 3XL. They do. They know. (laughs) They know it ain't right and tight. (laughs) They know they wasn't in the weight room. When they looking around and they seeing guys out there with no shirt, they're thinking, damn. Right. I should have got my thing together. Yeah, I shouldn't have ate the extra burger. Yeah, why? <laughs> all I had to do was just walk. Why I gained that twenty pounds, man? I, I was right there. Now I'm fat and flabby, and I, I, I can't even take my shirt off now. Yeah, I got to swim in a t-shirt. Right, right. <laughs> now you got a wet ass white t-shirt on, looking like a wet t-shirt contest, dude. In a wet t-shirt. Yeah, it's not oh, cool. Man. When all you had to do was put in your time and your work. And you would have had the confidence to share. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, that's number one. Numero uno. I like that one. So let's talk about number two. Number two. And this is the number two reason why you must share your work is to inspire others. Yes. 
I saw that this weekend in a way that I actually underestimated. Mm-hmm. Now, it's crazy when we do music, we think we're used to people being like, yo, that was inspiring. Right. Like that song inspired me or that. But film is different. Yeah. I, I didn't really, really understand how like the shared experience mm-hmm. uh, is molded and how it how it's how it how it runs through media like that. And like film where you're sitting in this dark theater and you got this collective thing everyone is kind of taking in at the same time and mm-hmm. certain things are happening and people are commenting talking to the screen and people are laughing and right. doing shit together you're like oh shit they're laughing at this i hope that that's right. what they they would see that the, was supposed to be funny yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's fucking wild and then you know when it when it was over because it was like I mean, I was in there. There were people in there who didn't know I was there, mm-hmm. which was kind of dope. So I, there was a point in there, and this is a funny story. I didn't know to the end. So uh, Carnell was there. Okay. And um, there was this girl sitting next to Carnell who didn't know who I was. She was just there to be there, you know right. what I'm saying, and didn't know I was in there. And I guess there's a point in there where we, they talk about books. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about books and my reading and, and not having a TV in my living room. And so we're showing the bookshelves and some of the books. And I guess she looks at him and says, yo, this is about to be my future husband. <laughs> and he was like, yo, you know he in here, right? She was like, what? He was like, no, he's in here. She's like, nah, he ain't in here. And so I guess then, then when it ended and I walked out, she's like, oh, shit, he really wasn't here. You know? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so it's like art. It inspires you know and, and you don't know till you create something because that's what i wanted to create with the film i didn't mm-hmm. i felt like there was enough narrative out there about the starving artist right the failure failed artist narrative that mm-hmm. i get tired of myself because i'm like yo there should be balance between like what can go wrong and what can go right right let's just have more balance and so i didn't go out there and tell this glossy story about being a full-time musician i went out and told the real story yeah real yeah and through that i inspired people but i had no idea until i started talking to them after and they were like yo Mm -hmm. that shit inspired the hell out of me it makes me want to go home and get to work right work on my craft go home and just achieve something and be great Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that's what it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, shit, just being your friend, you know, like you always have inspired me just from the beginning. Um, and this was something that I looked at like, damn, print really fucking made a movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like even before all the screenings and all yeah. that shit, when I saw the first cut of it, you know, like months ago, it's like this motherfucker really did it. Like, <laughs> Like this motherfucker made a movie. It's like an hour long and it's really good. And he made a movie. And I know what he made it with. And he made this shit. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? And it's like, damn. Like, And it's something that I've always wanted to do. It's something. I, and it's like, I can, I can, let me put some work in. You know, because now, like, I'm like, okay, this is something that I've wanted to do. And, you know, we talked about our phrases. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, one day, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Nobody showed me yeah, how to make a movie. Showed me, you know, so it's like, now it's like, nobody showed this dude how to do this. He put the work in. He learned. He did his due diligence. And something made something beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, now, if I study and, you know, and I put the work in, then one day I can, you know, have that to hang on my belt you know what i'm saying and you know with anything with movies with music it's always like you know it's great to see when someone accomplishes something especially someone you know and someone you're close to yeah because it then it really makes you feel like damn like 
I can do that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the Steph Curry thing that a lot of people say in basketball is that, like, you know, he's not the biggest, the strongest, the fastest. Yeah. But he's, you know, Steph is only, what, 6'1"? 6'1". Maybe. He probably came into league at 160 pounds. Right. He you might know? weigh 175 now. Or right. 80. Max, right. You know? Yeah. But dude is a fucking superstar. Two-time champion. Yeah. You know, only only unanimous MVP. And he's kind of like the regular dude. Yeah. And it gives other kids confidence. Like, damn, I can be a professional basketball player if I put the work in. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's the same shit. So I think it's great. It's great to see the inspiration and it's great to share and be inspired and, you know, inspire others. Yeah. And that's the thing too, which is super dope that you touched on is like, it wasn't like, like you were closed off from the process of me making a movie. Right. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna make a movie. Like, All right. <laughs> right. Then, that's, that was exactly my response when you said it the first time. Like, oh, okay. Right. Like, <laughs> All right, dog. I guess. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You know. And then, you know, there were parts of it where you're in it, and when you were a part of it, like mm-hmm. you know, when we were shooting a Minneapolis thing. And I think just to go through, to see those little tiny pieces yeah. that you were a part of, and then like the middle of it, and then there the end of it, when we mm-hmm. had you back in, it's like that shit is kind of wild. That for me to think about, like, because you saw these these pieces, yeah, and then for you to watch it come together as a whole, like, oh shit. Yeah, like this really happened. It's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a movie. It's 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 real. Like, yeah, that's how I felt in there. I was like, yo, it's really a movie. And I didn't understand at that time or going into it that that part of it would be so prominent. Mm-hmm. But now I get it because like it's not something people do every day. Right. It's not. You know, it, and it's not something that I never I never pretended that it was easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew it was going to take me a while and a lot of hard work and dedication. But sharing it, sharing the final process really, really showed me how important sharing is, because mm-hmm. now, like you're saying, you see it and you're like, yo, that's tangible. Mm-hmm. That's within reach. Right. I can do that. And now we have this conversation that starts between us. And I felt the same way uh, at this film festival, watching other people's films. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm watching other people's films all weekend. I'm like, yo, that's dope. I never would have thought of that. Mm-hmm. Or I can do that. Right. Why didn't I think of that? Mm-hmm. Man, that's dope. That's so slick. And and seeing it and, and being inspired by other people really has hit that home for me that, yo, once you make this thing for you, never forget that this is something that's out there right. that can inspire others right. greatly. And uh, that part is very important for anybody creating something to know. It's not just for you, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're an artist who, who who releases your work. Releasing your work is important to inspire other people because your story is important. And if it's relatable, you're going to have a, a domino effect on other people. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we've been dealing with just musically for, you know, years. Yep. And, you know, I'm sure it's completely different because. It's a different medium. So seeing things visually, people react different than hearing things audibly, you yeah. know, and, you know, I've gotten all those emails. Yo, you know, this song changed my life and that. But I'm sure like having a film yeah, is a completely different. It's, it's got to be a different feeling, different animal. Oh, yeah, completely, completely. And, it, and it's just like how it's taken in is different, too. Right. Like think about like an album, whereas we put out an album, but we don't have that collective listen to it at the same right, right. time moment right 
Whereas someone throws in your album, they may be stuck in traffic. Right. Someone else may be working out. Right. Another person may be coming from work or, or, or put it in their headphones. Another person may just have it on their background while they got friends over. Somebody might just have the headphones on. It's like, this is all I'm listening to. They're on the couch. Right. You know, you know how we do it. Like, I need the headphones first. <laughs> right, right. And so, like, everyone's time in different is different when they're listening to music mm-hmm. but that experience with film was like no it's a collective yeah, yeah that shit is some shit i was not re- prepared for i was mm-hmm. like this is dope right i wish i could make people listen to my albums right. like that. <laughs> right 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 it's like it's like you almost want to do like listening parties yeah. you know what i'm saying and actually but it's different for a movie because everybody sits down and you have complete attention yes. to the film like a listening party you know people walking around talking drinking you know it's not focused on the music yes. you know so it's it's a little more difficult but it all depends on how you do it yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been I've been having some thoughts about how I want to do my first um, solo project, you know, that I'm producing yeah. and how I want to do it. You know, I'm, I kind of want to do something like that to where it's kind of an audio visual kind of thing to where people can sit down and actually, yeah. you know, have an experience with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's something I've been kind of mealing over in my brain lately. Yeah. If you can pull it off, it's the shit. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I was sitting there and it's funny, like I'm sitting there next to. Uh, you know Mario, who shot like fifty to seventy percent of it. Yeah, but he's never seen the whole thing. Right. He's he's only seen a couple scenes that I showed him, but he hadn't seen the whole hour twenty movie. And he's sitting there like, oh shit, that's dope. <laughs> that cut was dope. I see what you did. Oh shit. Oh shit. He's reacting like, oh shit. And uh, there's a part in it where like he's he's talking. You you know you know yeah. what it is. I don't want to ruin it, but like his part had people dying. <laughs> dying the whole theater was damn near tears crying at his part of the movie because right. it's so fucking funny yeah. and uh his mom was there you know what I'm saying? his <laughs> wife was there they loved it yeah loved it and like that thing is something that you know we get together but you just don't feel that until you put it in a room with everybody right and it doesn't matter whether it's five people or 500 that collective shared watching experience is totally the shit yeah the shit man yeah definitely so that's number two yes sir we'll take a break over the last several months as the podcast has been growing people have been asking how they can support the super duty tough work podcast well here's three simple ways to support the podcast number one spread the word This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. 
Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Numero Trace. Number Trace? Numero Trace. Three of them things. Back in the building. Uh, the most infamous. All right, number three. Why you must share your work. Word. You want to do it? To gain support. Mm. If people can't support, they can't support what they don't know about. Give them the information. So, tell them that again. It's you know like, what I'm saying? They cannot support what they don't know about. If you don't give them the info, you don't share it with them. How they gonna get behind you? How they gonna pay for it? Come you know on. what I'm saying? How they gonna throw a little dough at you if, or just go see it, or go listen to your record? You know how if they don't know it's there, that's a fact. Man, we deal with so many artists, friends, not friends, people we know, people we don't know, and one of the things that always trips me out about how they speak about their art is like the people who share the least seem to me to have the biggest complaints mm-hmm. about the industry not supporting them. Yes, the people who share the most. I never see them complaining about the lack of support, the lack of awareness, the lack of momentum in their career. And and it it makes me believe and it just reinforces the truth that, as we said, people can't support what they don't know about. Just because someone is your friend doesn't mean that you don't have to put that thing in front of them as many times as you would a stranger. Right. Yeah, they're your friend, but they got shit to do, too. Yeah, everybody has a short attention span yeah, these days. This is, this is the economy we're in now. Uh, attention is in short supply. And and some people may not be online as much as you, mm-hmm. may not see that thing. So, like, you have artists now who feel like, oh, well, I put out an album. I made a post about it. I tweeted about it twice yesterday. I'm going to tweet about it once a day for the next two, three days. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move on. And then they expect that after they move on for people to still still be you know diving in yeah and it's not fair because it's like if you've moved on you're not having this conversation with people anymore yeah so why why won't you why don't you expect them to move on if you've moved right right you gotta stay in it stay sharing your 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 work because if you share your work then you can gain support Mm -hmm. and uh that's what i saw because this weekend it was like okay yeah people know you as an artist but shit you know half the people in this room don't know anything about you right and the question is what do they leave with Mm -hmm. and at the end of it people were like i want to support you right tell me where to go right where can i buy things what what do i need to do right now (laughs) and me i dropped the ball because i didn't have my merch (laughs) 
you didn't think about uh, it. No, I didn't. Yeah. I totally because I'm new. I'm new at this, but yeah. I won't get caught slipping again. Right. But that one, I totally was like, yo, this is going to be some low key. I'm going to sit in the back and no one will know. And it, right. it's like, yo, people know it's you. They want to support you. That was their number one question. How you ain't even had a King No Crown album with you? I ran out of CDs. CDs are out of print. Uh, <laughs> I would have brung it. They're out of print. Uh, I reordered them. I won't get them till next week. But, uh, but yeah, so it was like, fuck, I blew it. <laughs> I blew it. But it was something that I didn't really, I know from like when we do shows, right? Right. But you don't really, really know because you know that terrain. Yes, you know this is a different. This is a different animal. It's a different terrain for you. Yeah, like do I walk up in the movie theater with a, a box of CDs? Right. You know what I mean? Like do I? Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Because you can sell a CD to everybody in there. Exactly. Everybody in there is is ready to go search for you. They wanna they wanna take that uh, experience and they built they they know you because they've watched this film and now they want to support. Mm-hmm. And this would not have happened had you not shared your work. Yeah, straight up. I mean, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, just watching you and being able to watch, like, okay, I know I know that's going to happen now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know to do that, I know to do that. Because it's, it's like, you know, thinking about it, treat it like a show. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the, it's the same kind of shit. You know what I mean? It's like putting the movie on is like, you know, you're set. Yes, it totally is. You know what I mean? And after you're set, Go to the merch table. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Talk to people. <laughs> Straight up. Yes. Shake hands, kiss babies. Right. Nothing changes. Yeah, nothing changes. Either the, the, the wear changes, but what we do should not change. Mm-hmm. Because if we've already been spending this many years dealing with people, you know, we're used to that, then it's nothing new for us. Right. But in that situation, I was totally just got caught slipping. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Because you don't think of it in that light. In that light. <sighs> because when you go to the movies... You know, you're thinking about, okay, when I go to the movies, what is my experience? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you were thinking instead of thinking like, this is my movie. Right. And people are going to be talking to me mm. afterward. Man, <laughs> listen, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I was there as a fan. Right. Like, let me just watch this like a movie goer. Right. And I wasn't thinking about the follow up or the e-commerce or none of that shit. I was just like, yo, oh shit. Right. People love this shit. Let I should have cards with oh, me. Oh, no cards. <laughs> no, no cards. Ca- Bro, I was slipping. <laughs> no business cards. No merch. Oh, man. Man, I'm sick. I'm like, why didn't I? <laughs> I really wasn't ready. I, because I was really just, like you're saying, I totally viewed it the other way. Right. Like, I, when I go to a movie, this is what I do. Right. You know, so I'm going to be where I need to be on time when it's over. You know, we just mill out and you walk out and people are like, oh, shit. That was great. You're like, oh, cool, thanks. And then you're just like, I don't have anything. And they're like, yeah, where's your album? Can I buy your album? Can I? What do you got? Give me a website. Give me something. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I blew it. Straight I blew up. it. But the point to those listening out there is that to gain support, you have to share. Right. Sharing is is the catalyst for gaining support. People, mm-hmm. once they know about you, once they know who you are, how dedicated you are to your craft and what you do, then they can support. And if you're not sharing or if you're holding back on the music, if you're holding back on your public appearances, if you're holding back on releasing things, just waiting on a perfect moment, mm-hmm. you're never going to get anything. Yes. And so there is no perfect moment. You know, I made the mistake. You know, of just thinking like a movie goer mm-hmm. and not like a person whose movie impacted people. Right. I wasn't thinking about that. Like, and now, now that I've been through that, I'm like, okay, now I know. Right. But in general, the the purpose, the point is that we have to share. Yeah. If you don't share, 
people cannot get behind you. Yep, they can't support it. Yeah. So don't just sit there and be like, yo, I put out a record a year ago, two years ago. Why people ain't supporting it? When mm-hmm. was the last time you shared it? Right. When was the last time you shared a song? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you reposted a music video? When was the last time you posted like the press saying good words about you, a new interview, a new, you know, uh, just talking to your fans, your supporters, your friends, your family? When was the last time you actually shared directly to them and gave them an opportunity to 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 remind themselves of how awesome you are right so share that shit. share it share it man so that's number three that is numero trace number four mm-hmm. man listen the number four reason why you must share your work is to get feedback yes feedback man listen. priceless come on priceless feedback is priceless because look it ain't number one nah but it's definitely very important super important because look the feedback process whether we like it or not is what molds our art not from the beginning we shouldn't be thinking about feedback when we're in the lab right creating this thing we should be creating it from the, the purity of our heart and our experience to tell our story but understand once you package up that cd mm-hmm. once you send that thing out to press once you put that single up on your Bandcamp page, once you put that new art piece on your fucking uh, Instagram or whatever, mm-hmm. once you create that that thing, that product, that service, you're gonna get feedback whether you like it or not. Yeah, people gonna talk about. It. Hopefully, people <laughs> yeah. talk about your shit. <laughs> right, right. Good if or bad. If you're lucky, right, there will be a conversation. Right, right. And uh, the conversation isn't always going to be praise. Mm-hmm. Some people are gonna notice holes in your shit, and as much as difficult as it is to say oh well shit you know i don't want to hear people shit on my creation like that right you got to understand that some people they're they're not all coming from a bad place Mm -hmm. every criticism is even if it's blown out of proportion it has a little ounce of truth to it it's kind of like the where there's smoke there's fire right thing you know when i was going through my um adventures in counterculture record when i was creating that i had every criticism i would have people who I trusted to give me feedback on it, not to kiss my ass, right? To give me feedback to tell me what's dope about this, what's forgettable, what do you think? And um, what I started noticing after about six months to a year of it was first my ego was totally gone. <laughs> Right. You know, it's impossible to have an ego when people are telling you the truth about what you're right, making. Right. You're like, oh, my shit does stink. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then the second thing that happens after you lose your ego is that you start to be as critical of your own music as someone else would be. Right. And that's when you start to improve. The third thing that happened to me was that I started to know what people were going to say before they said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a thing that lets me know where an artist is on their journey. If someone says something to you to critique your art and it's a total surprise to you, you got an ego problem. Yes. You have not done your homework mm-hmm. and you're just out there looking for positive feedback and to kiss your ass. Because if you're truly, truly trying to poke holes in your shit like you should be, no one should be able to tell you anything that surprises you. Mm-hmm. It should be. And then when they tell you, you know what, I like this with that part right there or that thing right there, I wasn't too crazy about. You should be thinking you're absolutely right. Yeah. I had a decision between this and, and something that. else. Yeah. So I chose that. Right. Knowing it would have these drawbacks that you would talk about right now. Yeah. That's what the fuck you have to. You got to get to that point. Not to this. Oh, how dare you talk about my <laughs> shit? 
My shit perfect. I'm sensitive about my shit. I never heard nobody say that before. <laughs> right. What makes you say that? You tripping. You just hating. No. All of this shit, you should be going through poking holes in it. And that's what I did. When I did Adventures of Counterculture, it taught me how to poke holes in my own music. Mm -hmm. And that is a skill that is transferable into everything I do. So even with this movie, there's no critique that I'm going to get now that I haven't already right. pointed out. It's, it's on my to-do list somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it's either either do this or do that. Mm -hmm. This one has got some negatives. That one's got some negatives. They're both, there's trade-offs. Right. And when you get to that point, that means you're at least thinking about the holes in your shit to say, you know what? It's not perfect, but I'm gonna choose what the best option is because both of them have trade-offs and negatives to them and both of them have positives. Mm -hmm. And when you get there, I think you're having a more honest conversation that will lead you to, to grow. Yeah, I mean, I think feed, the feedback process is where you hone your skills. Totally. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, even if you're finished with the product and it's like you're showing it to people and it's done and they poke holes in it, you see like, OK, you know, take mental notes for the next thing, you know, or, you know, this is where I need to improve my writing. This is where I need to improve my storytelling. This is where I need to improve my beat making, so on and so forth. Like I always use the feedback process as a way to get better for the next thing, you know, especially if it's for a finished product. Now, in the process of a you know, making a project, then, you know, that's different because you're honing it and, you know, sharpening it in the process of making it. But afterwards, it's like, OK, this is how I'm going to get better for the next one and the next one and the next one, because we're never going to be perfect. Exactly. You know what I'm saying we're always going to be improving. We're always going to be working on our craft, whatever that is, you know, so always use the feedback process to hone your skills and always get better. Yeah. And, and, and to the people out there listening, my suggestion to some people, because some people it's hard getting to the point to where you can handle criticism on your music oh yeah and so I'll, I'll explain like some things i do that help me get there and the first thing i do that helps me uh 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 accept criticism is that i have a process to detach from my music mm -hmm. you have to be emotionally detached yes from your music to be able to accept anybody talking about it mm -hmm. and you gotta every time you listen to your music you have to be able to say Am I ready for somebody else to hear this shit yet right. and not like it? Right. And if the answer is no, then you ain't ready to share it yet. Yeah. But if the answer is yes, I can deal with someone saying this sucks, then you might be ready to move forward. And then another thing I do is I, I deliberately don't listen to my own shit for long periods of time. Yeah, exactly. Straight up. <laughs> I'll create something. Do it all the time. Yeah. And then I'll just not fuck with it for six months, mm -hmm. eight months. And during that eight months, I try not to even think about that shit. Mm -hmm. Because if I think about it, I'm going to be on my own dick. And I'm going to be like, oh, I'm the man. That shit is, <laughs> this shit is amazing. Yes. Can I get any better? Probably not. <laughs> I'm awesome. You know, <laughs> just riding my dick for right. no reason. You know, and but when I when I leave the music alone and I detach from it, when I revisit it, I'm not as emotionally connected to right. it. And then I can say. Well, you know what? That outro is kind of shitty. Right. Why is that carrying on for so long? Or you can be like, that shit is fucking fire. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> that aged well. Yes. You know? If it ages well, yeah. then you know, like, okay, I don't like this just because it's new and hot. Right. I like this because it's actually really dope. Yeah, it's really good. That's the kind of conversation you want to have because understand you're gonna be in love with whatever you do. Oh yeah. The newest shit is gonna you're gonna think it's the best. Oh yeah, always. So you have to detach. And but once you get through that process where you can detach emotionally from it. Then you can start to have uh, conversations where you get feedback from people you trust. And these people who are giving you feedback can't always be the people who are your biggest fans. Right. 
your fans are going to love whatever you do. Sometimes you got to get some people who are on the fence. Mm-hmm. Maybe send it to people who you know don't like you. Right. Straight up. Like people who you know have been critical of you in the past. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to let them listen now. Because I guarantee you, if they were critical in the past and you start killing it, they're going to have to give it up. Right. And if they don't, they're going to point out holes to you that you might not have heard anyway. And if it's not out yet, then you have time to improve and close those holes. Yeah, straight up. So that's, uh, you know, that's number four. Number four. I will take one more break. To all the fans of Super Duty Tough Work across the country, if you've been listening to the podcast lately, then you know that I'm in the process of releasing my first film titled King No Crown that I directed, edited, and scored. In an attempt to bring this film to as many places as possible, we've set up a bunch of screenings in different cities across the United States. While this list isn't complete yet, I do have a number of screenings that are confirmed and I would like to see you at. Here is the list. On Wednesday, August 16th, we'll be premiering the movie in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the Icon Lounge. On Thursday, August 17th, we'll be premiering the movie in Fargo, North Dakota at the Aquarium. On Friday, August 18th, we'll be premiering the movie in Minneapolis, Minnesota at the Parkway Theater. On Thursday, September 21st, we'll be holding a screening in Dayton, Ohio at the Neon Theater. On Saturday, September 23rd, we'll be holding a screening in Buffalo, New York at Faux Real. On Friday, October 13th, we'll be doing a screening in Orlando, Florida at Cole. And on Sunday, October 15th, we'll be doing one in Pinellas Park, Florida, right outside of St. Petersburg at the Terra Nova Club. I will be in attendance at all these screenings and I will be doing a Q&A session afterwards. So I hope to see you in attendance. That's all for now. Back to the show. This shit is whack. Exactly. <laughs> or it's like, yo, I was on some shit with this, you yeah, know. Or like, that, yeah, that, that loop is dope. You know, them drums suck. You Thank know? you. That's what it is. It's always like that to me. It's like in the moment, I'm like, this shit is crazy. Right. <laughs> that boy killing it. Right, right. But then when it's all over, I'm like, hey, yikes. <laughs> give it a couple weeks. She's like, mm. like, what was I thinking with that baseline? Right. Because you, you have to forget that you actually made it. Right. When you forget the process of making it, then you're like, oh, yeah, that shit's fucking tight. Or that shit is fucking garbage. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hot garbage. Hot garbage. <laughs> one dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> this beat gets one dialogue. No dialogue. No dialogue. No dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> A frosty the snowman. Yeah, straight up, man. <laughs> oh, man. This shit gets Mr. Whipple. No dialogue. No dialogue. No dialogue. Yeah, man. So uh, we back. Word. Uh, man, this is a cool episode. Nice. Nice little little, little jaunt. A little something. Yeah, just bounce in, bounce out right quick. Right, right. You know, so uh, we talking about why you must share your work. And we got the last joint, and I'll let you do it. So number five. Number five. The reason to share your work is so you can move forward. Tell it's, them. It's, so you're finished. You know what I'm saying? It's You're finished. When you finish with it, you share it. Then it's time to move on to something else. You can move on to something else. Thank you. A lot of people end up in this weird limbo mm-hmm. area. This this gray zone where it's like, I'm working on a bunch of shit. Half of it is half finished. Half of it's done. But nothing has been assembled or released in a format that would allow me to say, I did that. Right. I'm done. Right. That's 
I can put that idea to bed. I executed it. And when you have all these half finished projects and half finished things, it, you're never going to be able to, to, to move forward. Yeah. Move you on know? to something else. Yeah. Like we had an episode where we were talking about losing your catalog. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we I was talking to Dorian about that after the screening. And he was like, yo, um, he said, yo, man, um, I want to let you know that 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 episode really, really helped me. He mm-hmm. said, because I had lost a bunch of shit and I was ready to cry over this shit. He said, and, uh, <laughs> it just kind of let me know that like, nah, fuck it. I can right. just move. I don't have to give a fuck. Right. I can move forward. I'm free. Yeah. 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 And, uh, it's true, man. Like finishing something sets you free. Mm-hmm. It sets you free from that project forward. You can say, this is what I set out to do. I put in the proper work and I finished it. And that's something a lot of people can't say. Even me as a now a filmmaker, it really hit me in the movie theater that I like, yo, how many people can say they did this? Mm-hmm. How many people do I know who made an hour, 20 minute movie and played it like this on a big fucking screen and can say, I made a movie. I set out to do it. And I'm done with that. Right. And now I can make another one or yeah. I can do something else so I can finish my record or, yeah. you know, whatever. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know, and that chapter is like, you can, and no one can take it away from me. Right. That shit is really, really empowering. And and in order to get out of these, these, these phases where we're just stuck and depressed, you got to finish something, man. Yeah. You can't just let these shit, these projects hang over your fucking head. Yeah. I mean, sh- just finishing is something so fucking amazing. I mean, it's just, I mean, a great example for me was just getting my master's degree. Like, walking across that stage, it was like, yes. I am fucking done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been doing this fucking writing these papers and, yes. you know, writing this code and doing all this shit for these last two, three years. I am done. Yes. You know, now I can move on to whatever, whatever else I want. Yeah, whatever else I want to do. Yeah. You know, but I'm done. I finished that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I finished that. Like, I only know maybe, what, in my family, two other people that got their master's degree? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so it's, I mean, and out of my friends, I don't really know hardly any. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You know, so it's like, I, di- I accomplished something that is difficult. Yes. And took a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice, and I'm fucking done. Yeah. And like you're saying, whether you do something with that, something adjacent to that, mm-hmm. something completely different. Right. It doesn't matter because you went through it. You did it. Right. You did it. No one can take it away from you. Yeah. It's like, yo, I did that. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> you know, like, that's how I feel. I feel like, oh, shit. Now it's time for the next fucking movie, even though this one isn't even out yet. Right. Right. Just watching it was like, yo, I did it. Yeah, it's done. I did it. Like all those nights, those sacrifices where I'm sitting there for fucking eight, 12 hours straight. You know, just sick of staring at it mm-hmm. and sick of fucking it not being tight, wishing that I knew more, trying to sharpen my skills enough to make it tight. Yeah, man. All of that shit pays off. And yeah. now I can say, you know what? I can move forward now. Yeah. Like, because one of the things that that I thought was kind of cool was just the coloring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you had almost a whole cut of the movie before. And then you were like, yeah, I just discovered this new <laughs> Now I gotta yeah. go back through the whole fucking. <laughs> yep, color it. Just the coloring. What'd that take you? Like another what? Three weeks? More, more than that. More than that. It probably took me six. Five, it took me four to six because I think I was like, yo, it's gonna take me. It's 15 scenes. Right. It's gonna take me two to three days <laughs> per scene. Per scene. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is gonna take me a good five, six weeks. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew, because yeah, it took me another five, six weeks. Because I remember thinking I was gonna submit to that festival mm-hmm. before I discovered the color. And yeah. I was like, oh, I can't submit it like this. <laughs> like, 
I can't do it now. I just discovered this shit. I gotta get this tight. And then, like you're saying, when I started posting pictures, I was like, yo, this shit is looking sick. Right. You gotta see the, the scenes where you're like, you're on there uh-huh. and like the interview part uh-huh. with you and Grantham. That shit's so crispy, man, and the color is so banging. That shit, you'll see it. You'll be like, oh shit. Yeah. It looks dead on the, the picture that I posted. Dope. It looks fucking crispy as fuck. But yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't just go back. <laughs> I, mean, I gotta right. get this right, right. man. I gotta learn. And, and that's all it was a learning process, man. Yeah. But no one can take it away from me. Straight up. And uh, hey, sharing. Sharing. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's like five reasons why you must share your work. So I'll uh, read them back real quick. Work. Reason number one is for your own confidence, a.k.a. so you'll know you did it. Mm-hmm. Reason number two, to inspire others. Art is best when it's shared. Reason number three, to gain support. People can't support what they don't know about. Reason number four, to get feedback so you'll know how to improve it. And reason number five is so you can move forward. Finishing allows you to move forward. Word. So those are the five reasons why you must share your work. This is the most infamous (laughs) podcast on planet Earth. Word. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, Super Duty Tough Work. (laughs) 